0: oh right and once again this is i've seen you here we are episode 11 and this time i have had the fortune of talking to one of my good friends now for many years jesper kronomark in denmark himself a true dane to pronounce the danish words right but jesper thanks for uh carving out some time this evening and joining me on the call
1: thank you Paul. thank you for letting me uh, be on the call you know it's um i feel honored to uh to be on your podcast um I've been listening to uh, to some of the episodes already, and um, and I think that you're doing a really good job. So um, I'm I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much.
0: I'm gonna give credit to my guests, and I think you are no exception. Uh, you're gonna be quite interesting, and you have we have a really cool backstory in how we first met. You were the first international pickup I had back in Kona, 2015. You came and joined our team out there. Uh, Going to be our Red Bull photographer to capture our activities and the athletes throughout the week. Uh, the ceramic speed zone we had there, and all the athletes running around for Ironman World Championships. But I was tasked with picking you up from the airport that uh, that night in October, those many years ago.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, I was just thinking about that actually um, yesterday when uh, when the fir- when when it was the first time that we met, and yeah, I was thinking about you. And picking me up and uh, I think it was like a black van or something I was I was supposed to look for and I have never seen you before. I just spoke with you on the phone and, uh, and there you should should, should be and, and pick me up at the airport. So yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: that was a fun year and that was five total in the island that year, uh, including yourself, but it was a lot of fun and it really did kickstart a great, great friendship and relationship there. We've worked together extensively since then, I think I can say, even though it's, a, it's intermittent as uh, we're different continents and have a chance to get together uh you know maybe two or three times a year uh, on average but yeah you were you were one from the original crew hanging out with us um and we're with us there the following three years the following four years i think and always a great time always great to be able to get together somewhere distant for both of us
1: (laughs) exactly but it's also also nice to have you here in denmark paul
0: That is always fun. We've now transitioned. Uh, I get to come out to uh, to Holstebro, meet up in our little uh, makeshift studio there uh, to do filming. And uh, I think you've given me the confidence to do more of this, to do these kind of activities for how easy it was to always work together. Uh, when I kind of got out of my own way, I could listen to your direction and just be natural. I think that has given a lot of confidence in the additional media work that I've done, whether live, uh, live streaming now that we're doing uh, on the company page uh, for Ceramic Speed, or video capture uh, making these little videos we do a little home done videos for training Uh, and even this podcast you you gave me a lot of that insight and experience to show how easy it can be how easy it can look i should say how easy it can look (laughs) to capture something and have it have it look good and get something out there to people so yes for i thank you for that my friend
1: I'm, I'm, I'm quite um, happy that you're, that you're saying that because I also know how hard it is to be in front of the camera, you know, when I'm doing my own stuff and then have um, my own project and having a filmer filming me, uh, filming my photo shoots and all that, and then I need to be the host. I'm not behind the camera and all of a sudden you just, you know, start, you start feeling your own face or you can feel your face you know, okay, now I'm doing this with my eyebrow, or oh, oh, now now I should smile, and how is is this smile, you know, right? And uh, it doesn't need to look fake, and all that runs tr- through your head, right, once you're in front of the camera. And uh, but but with uh, with, um, with with some practice, you will discover that that it's not that important anyway. And and over some time, you totally forget, and then you just yourself, right.
0: Yep, that's the key. And I think, yeah, maybe took those first two, three videos. Golly, I remember trying to trying to mock up some sort of teleprompter back at the old office in Boulder. Uh, so that way I knew exactly what I wanted to say. And then just feeling comfortable, just your reassurance that you'll be able to cut it together. You'll be able to make it nice and smooth. And you always make it look fantastic. I could just get out of my own way and say what I what I knew to say and put it together. That's, that's the secret behind the magic is just get out of your own way. Be comfortable be natural and have someone who's pretty good behind the camera to stitch it together appropriately
1: (laughs) exactly and that's the trick you know that you don't see maybe um yeah yeah i'll stitch it together and and if something went wrong you do it again and then put it in. And so it looks like it's a natural flow in, in the video. So that, that that's a bit of a of a an insight right there. <laughs> well, no, nobody guess... is perfect, right Paul?
0: <laughs> oh that's for sure. Jeez man. Sometimes it takes way more takes than you really wish it would. Other times you're like, Holy smokes, I, I got it. It's straight through. Did we capture it? And when there's a good guy behind the camera, the answer's always yes. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> So, um, but I gotta imagine that you you have not had your normal flow lately. We would've actually had a, a video job together back in March and my trip to Denmark was canceled less than 24 hours before I was supposed to leave. And then we had to scramble to, to come up with the, the content in a different manner, but not just me canceling on you, uh, sorry for that. But you know, I'm sure you, you've had a whole slew of projects this spring that either were canceled or put on the back burner. How, how has that been for you? as as someone who's a freelancer who knows contract and independent based.
1: Yeah. So, you know, when this COVID-19 started, I guess all of my jobs, they got postponed or canceled. I kept two jobs or something, you know, with products in, in, in studio, not including people. So that was what I could do. You know, that was really an eye opener for me that, okay, people are taking this seriously. The companies that I'm working for, they have tried to, okay, let's see if we can postpone this job for two months. And then the two months have uh, went by and, and again, you know, postpone the jobs. And, and all that so it went from being actually a really good start of the year really busy to nothing at all <laughs> and you know that's that's um, that's how it is to be uh, to be freelance right that's something that that you can plan for but um that's just how it is and, and you know me paul you know that i'm 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 a positive guy I'm, i i look at the positive things and mm-hmm try to get the best out of it and that was what I was thinking with this break if you can call it that um, that okay what can I do now and uh, I had some ideas for uh, for I would like to start uh, doing some more YouTube videos and stuff and um, yeah my, my thought was how can I uh, what can I get out of this even though it's not you know fun to be in.
0: Mm-hmm. It's good to keep that optimism, you know, to, to have that positivity, and it's something that I think you generally, you know, to exude so well uh, with a, a positive outlook on life, and just each each thing that comes at you, how can we make it an opportunity? Uh, and you've done that so well with. You know so many of the different shots that you've captured and different things that you've been able to do from a creative standpoint you know i feel that positivity is super important and you can't let it bog you down because then it can start to come through and you know in how you capture things how has it been as a dane you know you you horrible socialist country over there as uh, as the american media <laughs> likes it to be um you know you're you're not someone who had just a, a regular contract job and salary or whatnot or you know a standard position. Uh, has it still been all right as a freelancer um, taking care of the family? You have a, you know, a young family at home, um, you know, keeping everyone taken care of.
1: Yeah. So after some time, the government uh, in Denmark came out with them um, with like um, a, or with a solution. It's they call it um, a help package um, where you as um, self-employed, if, if you have a loss of income, I think it's like over 30%, then you can get like some money for, for the government. Um, so that is, um, it's not what I'm used to. You know, it's, it's not my normal salary. But it's enough, you know, it, it covers the bills for the rent of, of the apartment and, and uh, or the food that we need for, for the family. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not complaining at all. I'm actually pretty um, grateful that, that our government is doing that for us. That's, uh, that's actually how it is. You know, we don't need to, uh, you know, move out of the apartment and move back to uh, my parents or Leah's parents and, and stuff. You know, we can still have a pretty, pretty normal life, if you can call it that, or at least we are, we are getting by.
0: That's good to hear. I mean, it's, you know, it is tough for those, there's those that flat out lost their jobs, anybody in service industry. And industry. Um, you know, I heard early on Denmark was pretty quick to turn to to try and minimize the effects of something that could just totally shut down an economy, either through proactive changes and choices or through the health impact of everyone getting sick and not being able to go places. You know, either way, this was going to, you know, cause a big impact. So for, for Denmark to be on the front side of that to, I think, the turn. Was freeze the economy? Just try to take everyone. You know, we're gonna get through this together, and then we'll come out the other side together. And uh, I think you know, it's a no-brainer that uh, that they would also include those that are self-employed. You know, such as yourself. It's great to hear that you've been able to maintain that stability and to you know have that. There's something to be said that when you can be home and just take care of the family, that helps the mental health, and you're not stressed and strained with it. You know, the anxiety that can build up. So exactly,
1: exactly. And and you said you said you know freeze the economy. and, and it's also, I, I believe it's also a bit of, you know, freeze the deriv- drivers because everybody in Denmark that were able to or still is able to work at home, they are go- they should work at home, you know, so that people are not um, mixed at the companies or in the business and um, being out and shopping and all that, but, you know, stay as much uh, at home as, as possible. Yeah, I think that that was the two main parts that the government was focusing on.
0: And now we can take a look at that and see that, children are able to start going back to school there hasn't been a a serious uptick or a swing back in the negative direction with the virus spreading again so it's a great example that you know we live in a global world we have people traveling in and out all the time i can't wait to be able to travel again and get to again come back to denmark but the the changes made in the big scheme of things i've seen people relate to like how long the bubonic plague lasted and how long you know some of these other you know just horrible viruses and you know things that really impacted a global society, the COVID-19 situation here is such a short period of that and that, you know, you can get ahead of it, you can take it seriously and come out the other side with a pretty good stability and people able to go back to work and start, you know, producing again without this massive cost of life or even cost of, you know, to the economy. As yeah, we're in this pool of there's been a big negative economic impact in the US. There's been now a growing death toll unfortunately, still more that are, you know, sick, you know, many that are recovering, but they're out of the workforce, they're out of being able to take care of their family even just because they are so sick. It's compounding with both negative whereas in a small case study it looks you know that Denmark was able to isolate and protect and now they're coming out with minimal negative on either side so incredible that when everyone works together everyone has kind of a focus it can work out really well
1: so exactly exactly and and I also think that you're starting to see that now here in Denmark you know or at least here in Copenhagen um, it, it looks like at uh, that stuff is is getting back to normal. Um, I guess it's uh, tomorrow, Monday. The restaurants and uh, the restaurants are going to open again. You know, still with their precautions and all that. And then I think that that's pretty much the last kind of business that, that are still closed here. Uh, I guess it was two days ago. There was no one in Denmark um, infected with the virus. When when they are measuring measuring every day. So that was like one day with no infections
0: well there you go well that's uh proof in the pudding i think we could say you know that you, know, you can get ahead of it shut things down and there can be success stories
1: okay. exactly but we still we still need to take our precautions it's not like or at least i think that you're not going to get back to normal right away because then the virus is going to spread again and it's going to spread fast right so so still i will i will try to minimize you know being being together with other people at least that that's what i can
0: do it's gonna be a long period you know we we, we can't wait to get back to live sports or concerts or anything there's just not going to be a 2020 concert season <laughs> uh, full stop I, I just don't see that working out uh and i don't even really see you know stadiums of people for for sporting events. I think we'll be able to have sports events that are just going to be broadcast. We have the technology nowadays. Why take the risk? You know, that type of environment, a concert, a professional sports event. It's just so many people in a small area. It just—I just I just don't see it as as being safe on any level. Has it been all smooth in, in Copenhagen, though? I mean, is everybody on the same team, so to say, uh, working together? You know, in the U.S., we have a heavy divide. People are getting more and more vocal against the precautions and such. You know, how has it been in such a unique international city, such as Copenhagen.
1: Um, yeah, I guess it's a bit mixed as well. Uh, but you could definitely see it, you know, from the start when when the, when the government came out and, and shut it all, shut everything down. There wasn't any cars in, on the street, and and also no um, no people on the street, as you know in Copenhagen. People bike a lot in the in the city and the walk and stuff, and you couldn't see uh, see anybody. But yeah, now it's it's pretty much back to normal and. I guess it's pretty much you know 50 50 of how people are, are reacting in, in this situation you know 50 um, they, they still have the respect of other people the safe distance in denmark the government has um, told us is one meter now most of the of the people they are uh, keeping that meter um, to other people but then when you are in stores or or other places you can still you know see people that are walking close up to people and you know in between the lines and all that um, but yeah that's i guess that's how it is um hopefully <laughs> hopefully it's it's uh, we will not get you know get infected uh, um from from those people <laughs> that would that would be a shame but um yeah that's how it is i guess
0: we'll, we'll stay hopeful and positive um you know hope that uh, things continue to point direction and uh we can all take a note from uh from how Denmark has successfully managed this and uh we can all have a little more danish influence to get back to the good moments of family and friends uh hygge in the uh, moments of hyglik
1: yeah for sure but i also guess that Denmark is made for this right because as you just said we are used to to that hygge which is basically uh, you know having a good times with uh, with family or friends um and and especially in the winter time you know where it's um uh, a few hours of of sunlight, if the sun is even there, if if it's not all grey, and and in those hours we we or in in those in, in that period of the year we are pretty much uh, at home, you know, with the candle candle lights on and the blanket and watching something a good movie in the television and. Uh, and, and all that, you know, that's that's the hygge for uh, in Denmark, you know, having a cup of coffee and maybe a cake and all that. And so we're used to being actually isolated at home and, and just having a good time. So maybe it, that's why it comes a bit easier for us. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't complain about that. Definitely, always good. Uh, good for the soul, you know. Hang out around the campfire or the, uh, just you know, share some good stories and some good times together. And I look forward to getting back to doing that in person with uh, with all my Danish friends for sure.
1: Exactly. I'm I'm also looking forward to have some uh, some good time with you, Paul.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, I, man. I every week that goes on. I, I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna end up making a trip this year I don't even know if uh, December for Yuulifocos holiday lunch holiday party if if that will occur if if anything uh, it'll be back on for 2021 and we'll we'll make sure we really maximize the time
1: yeah for sure yeah you know um, my girlfriend Leah, and, and I have been talking about that and and we' are like we're not like going to travel any anywhere this this year we'll just stay in Denmark and uh, yeah even even though if you know if if the plane uh, traffic um, starts to open up again and, and all that we we're just going to stay here in Denmark
0: yeah, no, no reason to invite problems if they're not necessary and I think we could all just be a little cautious those that need to get out and do things let let those that need to get out do them but if we don't have to, then yeah just stay in place, you know, make the most of life slow down, enjoy life you know, enjoy the, the opportunities we have, you know, for, for some remote parts of the world, they probably haven't changed their daily life much uh, and I think that's incredible to think of how impacted many of us are uh, how much I previously would travel how much you would travel you know other guests i've had on the show that are active in international commerce and traveling now we're all stationary and it's exactly such a change exactly
1: but but to me it doesn't matter that much because you know i'm used to um to see the beauty and stuff you know see the good locations and all that even though I, if i'm in denmark you know it's it's a beautiful country for me it doesn't matter that much that i i'm not able to travel this year because i know that i can just go around the corner and there and it's a nice place right because i'm used to to find those places as a photographer
0: yeah you you have a knack for it you definitely have a knack for finding that that cool shot that cool look and you've actually stayed busy you know finding these different you know opportunities locally you you started you started to force me to learn danish <laughs> you <laughs> you you started a, a youtube series i think it was um you know talking about how you've done some of the different shots you've done but you've done that in danish what got you into doing those uh, was it just uh, something to keep busy
1: yeah so that was actually also what i mentioned before you know uh, i was thinking how can i get the best out of, out of this i was thinking you know maybe try to build my brand a bit more you know get my um get my voice out there. And then it was pretty, pretty easy for me, you know, take some of the the, the shots that I liked the most and talk about them, to talk about what were my thoughts and, um, and how I did them. Um, so yeah, I just sat down with the camera and start talking over some images. And uh, I did that in Danish so you need to understand danish if if you <laughs> if you want to watch them but i guess i have been creating 10 or 15 of those videos where i talk about the pictures and then I also did a few shoots in the studio i'm really um, fortunate to have to have a a, a nice studio where i can um, i can do my own stuff i made all of those videos in danish but, you know, it, it, it came to me that I need to do, the, do those in English instead um, because then you can understand what I'm saying, right? You know, then the, the audience is going to be broader um, and not just the Danish people. So, so that's, yeah, I've been, I've been using my time for that or some of my time for that. Um and, and in the in, in the time to come I will create some more videos, but I'll do it in English. Well I don't
0: know. I, I think I still need to learn Danish. After my first trip to Denmark when, you know, got that bug, that, that first interest, oh this is so cool, this is a foreign language, I should learn Danish, right? And so many of my colleagues at the, the office over there told me "Ah, don't worry about it. There's not that many people that speak Danish. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Like English is fine. And now after five years of traveling over, they're like, you haven't learned Danish yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, you're totally right. I think it's, you know, how many do we live in Denmark? I think it's 5.5 million or something. You know, it's that's just um, not even a, a, a big town in, in the States. Right. But so it's not that useful for you, but then you're around and you've been around so many times that some words got stuck with you, right? Um, um, So, uh, you know, that's fun. Uda Kumun, you know? Yes,
0: (laughs) the famous banana pancakes. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Maybe we should give, you know, the story about that with the banana pancakes.
0: Oh, people are gonna think that banana pancakes are so important in Denmark. Um, but no, that's uh, that is a good one. That dates back to 2016, I think. We had you traveled over in the states. Uh, you were here for a period, and we were heading from Colorado to Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, like a road trip. I
1: was it also the, the time where we went to uh, to Utah.
0: No, I think we flew uh, when when Udfkamun was was first introduced to me. We were flying with a former colleague down. Arizona for a quick trip uh, and you were documenting kind of what we were doing when we'd go on site to an athlete uh, and then do some uh, some dealer training and such but it definitely carried through golly it must have been later that summer as well when we did the tour of Utah road trip for a sure. an RV boy that was uh, that was a fun trip uh, kind of went by as a blur I, I remember bits and pieces but I think that was a good get out of the state I think it's the correct uh, correct translation there. Um, uh, help exactly. hone me in. Uh, hone me in on the exactly. pure Danish translation.
1: Yeah, it pretty much translates to get out of, get up out of the state. You thought that that I was just kidding or missing around and it just meant banana pancakes. <laughs>
0: just had to interject a little uh little silly humor there but yes this this phrase this phrase that was so quickly adopted uh by another one of our colleagues you know using this uh which i i, I have now grown to have a strong fondness for and uh it's a, I like the phase and the meaning the the feeling behind it and then just to keep the inside joke that we'll now share with with this tight-knit group of listeners but uh Ud of Khmun, um and i would always uh retort back with banana pancakes. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: That's, that's just a great joke.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it will live one day. I will have a Danish uh, Danish uh, tattoo artist, you know, take care of me for that one uh, at some point. I thought it was interesting. I saw the tattoo parlors were able to open up in Denmark, and that was now, you know, you say restaurants are opening up next week for, for the tattoo parlors to open before restaurants. That's uh, it's a bit interesting. I've seen the opposite occur in states in the U.S., including Texas. They jumped forward with opening restaurants, but they've held back on tattoo shops.
1: It also doesn't make any sense for me that they're doing it like that, but um, that's that's how they're doing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from, from tattoo shops and such that I, you know, the artists that I know and people I've been close with, I mean, yes, you, you are very close to the artist, but it's not, you're not doing anything that you couldn't wear uh, a mask, at least, you know, the, the proper base level personal protection equipment. And of all places, you know, a, a nice tattoo shop is a very clean and sanitary place anyways. Uh, you it know, is. It can't it is. reuse equipment. Um, you know, constantly cleaning things. I mean, when you have you know you're, you're opening the skin to the possibility of infection, it has to be very clean. Yeah, it's interesting how places are going about it at uh, you know in a different order and where they prioritize these things. Uh, for sure, you actually already did uh, an English podcast uh, before we got um, totally sidetracked on banana pancakes. Uh, you did an English, uh, an English uh, YouTube, um, not podcast, but a YouTube show. Uh, and This was at the request of Red Bull. Uh, you you're contracted with Red Bull, and they saw your um, your YouTube series, right? And they they had an interest uh, in what you were doing.
1: Exactly, yeah, that's right. They're like uh, they they they've seen the stuff that I put up, you know, during this uh, this COVID nineteen time, and they're like, that is pretty cool, but we don't understand anything of what you're saying. So. Are you able to, you know, make a video for us in English, and then we would like to post it. And then, you know, I, I gave them some ideas, and uh, and they went with the, with the one I did, which is um, to explain the concept. It's um, I'm talking about a portrait I did of a Danish mountain bike rider called Simon Andreasen, where it looks like he's buried in the in the dirt, where it's only you know his helmet and his face that is sticking sticking up of the dirt. And in that video, I'm actually redoing that shoot step by step with um, like a mannequin uh, head and and what's needed, you know, with the dirt and the leaves and all that. And I'm doing that in the studio to show how I did it, but also how people can do it if they want to do the same or at at least get some inspiration inspiration out of that and maybe do it with, you know, a beach volleyball player and some sand or whatever you can just, you know take it from there, um, take the inspiration from that, right? That was actually a pretty good idea, I just came up with that, I'll just keep that for myself. <laughs>
0: All right, nobody take it. Let yes do it first. <laughs> you, you have you know such a great personality a great creative mind and you are super friendly and happy to be a teacher to to help others and i think these you know are amazing characteristics uh, especially for someone who has worked so hard out on your own you know you've gotten the contracts you've you've you know, acquired the work through hard work and the quality of what you do uh it's it's amazing that you know that you do like to share that uh, how you like to share that pull the curtain back and show others very very cool i think it speaks highly to who you are and your work ethic and you know the just the, the genuine nice guy that you are both in you know personal life and then also through through work and through business uh, it's, you know why i feel such a good bond to call you a friend and um, you know someone now i've known five plus years you know it's very cool and i look forward to continuing to see what new ideas you come up with y'all you know, i'll put you on the spot here and i'll tell everyone that you know the this the background photo for the podcast uh full credit to yes we're going to mark you captured that it's i'm looking through a bicycle wheel with the axle taken out and there is like a 17 millimeter diameter hole through the middle of this wheel and i look right through it and call out to you and i said yes we're you know, cool idea for a new uh, profile picture put you right on the spot as you're walking by and you turn snap that photo and keep going and i'm like uh ah, you know whatever you know maybe he got it maybe he didn't no full full faith and credit here yes we got it and got such an amazing photo i love using that photo um you, you know you know taken a number of really awesome uh portraits and photos that you know i've gotten to, to be the subject in um and super super cool but i would like to use one of your just most amazing photos for this episode the the skydiver uh, this mm. is a super cool story. It's won all sorts of awards and accolades. Um, I'm going to blow my entire podcast budget getting the rights to show this photo <laughs> on the podcast. Um, but it it is an amazing photo that you you went skydiving and had to get the right lighting and everything and capture this you know this individual skydiver in freefall with st- the clouds. The depth in this photo are absolutely beautiful i would love you know hopefully that photo is what's used on this uh this this episode and everyone can enjoy and see this photo and uh dig in and learn a little bit more about the work that jesper's done um but just some really cool stuff some out of this world framing and how you get it from inside your head to you know the camera and then into a you know a a captured format is super super cool
1: thank you yeah actually you know with with that with that image it was like um oh i i I have a desire to to try to push the boundaries of you know what is is possible in in sports photography. Before I shot that image, I I had skydived once, and and to be honest, um, I I didn't have the desire to to do it again. But but this image was stuck in my head, of you know. A skydiver falling through the sky that I have shot also in 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 like a, in a free fall and then you know added the, my techni- technical knowledge to to that shot. Um, so this shot is is um, actually me in a tandem a jump, you know, with a guy on my back controlling. Um, controlling the fault so I can just um, focus on, on getting the shot with the camera. And then there is um, the model, the skydiver in front of me and next to me there's actually another skydiver with, um, with a flash um, and it's like it's a studio flash that is um, uh, with battery, no cords and stuff but but still with battery and it, it has a, a lot of power in it. So in that way I, can sh- I, can, I could have the sun in my face and still lighten up the skydiver, so you could see the skydiver. So he was not just, you know, all black and silhouette, silhouette when, which is what you get when you shoot it up against the, the sun. Um, so that was my idea before the the shoot. And and one of my good friends, he's actually a skydiver, and um, he hooked me up with the, with the Danish um, national um, skydiving team, and um, we made it happen. <laughs> I I tell you, Paul, I've never been so nervous in my entire life sitting there on the edge of the airplane with with my legs hanging out of of the door, you know, just knowing that, okay, now I need to jump out of a plane in in the altitude of 4K, what's that, 12,000 feet or something? Mm -hmm. Um, But also bring my camera and and get the shot at the right right time. That was, you know my hands was they were they was soaking red because of i was so nervous but once you know once we jumped and uh, and i could hold the camera up to my face i couldn't i couldn't feel that we were falling and i, I couldn't hear anything i was just totally focused on getting getting that shot and it was like it was being you know, it was like being in a flow and and a flow state that, that i've never been in before and i don't know if i'm never, never going to be in that state again but you know it was just that was just amazing and and then you know getting that shot
0: uh, that's the top of the uh,
1: the cherry on, on 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 the sunday right <laughs> it
0: is so cool um and yeah the the photo what you captured the depth uh you did get uh nominated and you know, some awards uh different you know, different countries and different areas uh you've done quite well with that with red bull through their uh you know media portfolio and library um it's one of the coolest things and to hear the story on it uh you guys were you know chasing the weather and the sunlight and everything with it uh it's just really cool and i think that shows your 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 focus your attention to the detail but you you stayed positive with it you stuck through it um and you saw it through and you it paid off massive uh massive kudos for that
1: thank you yeah but but also you know uh, you know when when seeing the photo it's it's actually to me it's really clean you know that's that's Actually, pretty. There's not much to it, but the cool thing about this image is the story, or at least at, at least it is to me. And um, I was lucky enough to have a, my good friend and, and filmmaker Casper with me, um, who filmed the in, the entire process. And 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 actually, you can you can see the entire shoot on on YouTube. Uh, just search for for Jesper Gornum on YouTube, and it will pop up if you want to if you want to see it it's there and and i'm so glad that that we filmed that stuff
0: well we will definitely link this uh and the information with with this episode Uh, i encourage everyone to check it out um check out the uh red bull um you know video that Jesper did as well with simon andreasen and uh the writer buried in the dirt just cool stuff fun stuff keeping the positivity going i know i enjoy anytime i see anything new from you come through my feed um and i am excited to see more of these youtube videos that'll be in english and uh i can put my uh my my very weak danish uh aside for a moment and get back to enjoying what you uh what you're putting out what you're doing um (laughs) is is there anything on your radar that you have coming up next i mean do you have Kind of a light at the end of the tunnel back to normalcy or is it just kind of on pause to see how everything works out these next you know couple of months
1: yeah it's it's pretty much waiting um the stuff i like to shoot the most is athletes so and and right now i can't be shooting any athletes um they also taking their precautions and all that so yeah i, I have this ongoing project called winners and living legends where i shoot um, some of the best athletes in in denmark where my goal is to to reach uh, around fifty, and then um, then create like a coffee table book out of that. But that project is is on hold for now. But yeah, working on ideas for that. You know, which people should I should I um, have in the project, or at least ask to be in the project, and and what should the concept for the shoot be. So. Yeah, that's something I can, I can work on now, you know, and, and aside from that, it's um, start start to, to grow the, the YouTube channel a bit with, with whatever I can do here in the studio. And, and hopefully some more jobs will roll in so I can earn a bit more money and also uh, use that money in my project and projects and stuff. So, yeah, that's basically the plan for, for the future for now.
0: Well, Jesper, I look forward to seeing what's next and I can't wait for the next time uh, we get to share uh, a nap in a can and we can explore more Copenhagen together or even just a good uh, good meal in uh, Holstebro and a bit of Hoogly. But my friend, I appreciate you taking the time with us today and I look forward to uh, seeing what's next from you.
1: Thank you so much, Paul. It, it, has, uh, it was fun to be on and, um, and take care, right?
0: Certainly. Take care of the family, stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, until next time, I've seen you.